Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week seven waiver wire and also talking about the Monday Night Football game Packers-Lions that just wrapped up. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, if anybody listened yesterday, I think they knew I was a little upset at uh, the officials in a game that I didn't care about. So um, I don't even know if I want to talk about this game. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm salty, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, Lions should have put that thing away. They shouldn't have had that many field goals. Should have been their game. But just come on. Like, it was so, twice the Packers drives gets extended because of illegal hands to the face, which is clearly not illegal hands to the face. Like, what are they even looking at? I, man, that was brutal. I, I, it's at least, um, now I, I mean, I don't know what it would be like to be Saints fans last year at NFC Championship game, but how bad must that have been? Oh, yeah, that would, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm crying about if I'm in, It just feels if like I'm in week six feeling this way in a game that's not, oh, but can't, can't imagine what they felt like last year. Oh, I couldn't imagine. I mean, they implemented a new rule that, just for that reason, and I don't think that, that it's ever going to be used correctly. But I don't, I don't know what they're doing this year. It, it just feels all over the place. It's and been bad. I'm a little, I'm a little extra salty though. I mean, Detroit. How many every year? How many times can we get screwed? At, you know, at the end. I mean, they they're making rules left and right for us. Now they're going to make like another rule for <laughs> reviewing hands to the fist. Because I mean, Kelvin, you know, Kelvin Johnson got the oh, the catch rule. I mean, remember the remember oh, the the, just the 2014 playoffs. The they they um pick up the flag on the pass interference against the Cowboys. Oh yeah. And and then what the other one, the golden Tate, they run out the clock. I mean, oh, the, or the, or the, this few years back, Seahawks knocked the ball out of the end zone, which should have been a penalty. Oh yeah. Monday night. <laughs> uh, it's just brutal. Anyway, this one was just another reason why I'm so annoyed. I mean, Packers did uh, know what they, they found a way to win their five and one. Good for them. If it wasn't against us, I would probably be a little more lighthearted, but if it wasn't, oh, it was so bad, so so I mean, bad. Anyway, did you see the um, <laughs> also the the touchdown they got? Did you see that uh, picture I sent earlier? <laughs> Do you see that one? So the touchdown they got on after the first illegal hands to the face. Um, I don't know why they didn't review it. He he wasn't in the end zone. He was he he was down. I'm going to text you that one, too. Another one we're screwed up. I was going to say, I do not remember yeah. that text I got from you. Yeah, I know. You should check but... that one out you're getting right now. See what you think about that after you see um, where he was. And All right. while, while I'm looking for that, was there anything <laughs> worthwhile fantasy-wise in this no, game? No, it sucked. No, it was, yeah, it was pretty No, bad. honestly, really. It really <laughs> okay, it started out pretty good with Galladay getting the bomb. He looked like he was going to have a really big day. And it did. It was 5 for 121, but it started so strong, it looked like it was going to be better. But just five for one twenty one, which is which is fine. But yeah, he was about he, he it did though. Well. Hawkinson dropped the touchdown; should have been a touchdown. Which again, lines you know they had a lot of chances. Hawkinson had the ball, hits the ground, and can't can't corral it there. Um, Marvin Jones wasn't anywhere to be seen. Carry on, I mean, got a touchdown. Nothing but, special, yep. but yeah, touchdown. Yep. And then obviously uh, Stafford. No, I mean, yeah, nothing worthwhile. But even on the other side, I mean, it was uh, it was definitely more of a defensive game, I guess you could call call it that. I maybe, but Aaron Rodgers, he, I mean, he looked okay for what he was working with. Honestly, I mean, you feel bad for him when he, ha- I mean, even Dronwell Allison goes out in this game. Obviously, he's without Devonte Adams. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he's working with very little here. I mean, and then Jamal Williams turns into their their leading rusher today, 14 carries for 104 yards. And he is also the uh, the one that gets the touchdown as far as the receiving touchdown. What do you think about Jamal Williams? He's kind of the one guy that will score well to this today. Um, I mean, is it something that you're kind of interested in? What are you thinking? I honestly sort of am in a way way because he actually looked oh my god he's down it just came through <laughs> right <laughs> they didn't even review that what like uh, so what, what was the nfl looking at i know uh, this whole this whole podcast is just gonna be me complaining but anyway what about jamal williams <laughs> okay he i thought he actually looked pretty good that was what the best i think i've seen jamal williams look i actually was kind of impressed in a way yeah. you know yeah, I was actually – it kind of worried me a little bit. I, you know our love for Aaron Jones, but I was like, oh, shoot, Jamal Williams can play a little bit of ball. He must be healthy finally because he looked he looked just better he today. He did. He really looked pretty good. So, I mean, it's been kind of a split for a while. Jones just then had the big game last week, but I don't – I think it's going to – Williams isn't going away. He's going to be getting plenty of work. So, I mean, it's not just Aaron Jones' backfield, I don't think, as well as he's played. Jamal Williams is there. Yeah. And I still like Aaron Jones, but obviously they'll cut into his, you know, his work. So only getting 11 carries today. Yeah. I mean, I still like him. The upside is huge, but, you know, it's worrisome. And then uh, receiving side of things, without Devontae Adams, it was, you know, spread around a lot. And then that, um, that, what is his name, Lazard or whatever, who got the phantom touchdown. Um, <laughs> um yeah, he looked. You know, he actually looked pretty decent though there when he got a chance. He looked like a big, strong receiver from what I did. I'm, you know, he's caught like one ball I think in his career before tonight, and he looked you know decent. But I don't think it's going to translate to anything when you know Devontae Adams is out there. So, right. I mean, that that'll be the big question: is hey, you know, who's coming back when? How much playing time will this guy actually get? Um, if he does. You know, great. I'd, I'd be interested in in throwing him in, in my or in my uh, on my roster at least to figure out what's what because obviously with Aaron Rodgers, I feel like something's got to give. Um, he is a very good quarterback, obviously still. And if Devonta Adams is banged up at all, they got to find another guy. And let's be honest, MVS and and Allison just haven't panned well, out. And Allison was so, knocked out of that thing too. For I don't know, if, I don't think he ever came back. No, no, very true. He didn't come back. Yeah. Allison didn't. But at the same time, I mean, he's had he's had you know more time to be the guy. So they're giving like whoever it may be, Lazard or whoever, has ample opportunity to finally become the true number two behind Adam. So it, if he's going to get the shot, he might as well you know take the shot with him. Yep. But all right, I think that's it for that game. Um, yeah, just. I kind of had a feeling this would be this kind of uh, – I was going to be coming to this podcast with a disappointing loss. After the Lions went up 10 nothing. I just felt it coming. <laughs> Life of a Lions fan. But might as well talk about waiver wire. There's a few guys on the list. Not Nothing great this week again, but there's some interesting plays that, um, you know, with injury could be pretty good. And I guess he could start it off with – I mean, Jamal Williams could probably be up at the, one of the top of this list here. If you're an Aaron Jones owner, you should have him. I think there's no reason you definitely need to pick him up if you if you don't have him if you're Aaron Jones owner. He's only owning twenty five percent of leagues. And he's showing if this continues, he has his he has value on his own, even with Jones. I don't know how much, you know, that'll be. So let's see, he I think the what the big um he didn't play last week, right? With the big Aaron Jones game and the week before. So the games before that he had twelve carries, nine carries. He's been involved and he looks pretty good. Maybe he's healthy here. 
and going against yeah, a good I, stretch I, coming I, up. I really thought with uh, how well Aaron Jones played, he was going to kind of wrap it up. Um, I'm, I'm surprised, honestly. I'm very surprised that Aaron Jones didn't get the the lion's share of the carries. I thought Jamal Williams would be obviously implemented, but this was a surprise and he looked good doing it. So, hey, man, play the hot hand. Good for Jamal Williams. And running back is very difficult to come by, you know, especially if you're in a 10-12 man league. So he's got to be at the top of everyone's list just because you can you got to get bodies in those running back positions when bias come up. And then so this is a guy who would who would have been way up the list. He would have been number 1 this week if it wasn't for the fact the Steelers have a bye this week. It's Benny Snell. So James Conner comes out of the game with an injury with a quad injury and Benny Snell looked really good while he, after he came in. But obviously, they have a bye this week that kind of really, you know, puts a damper on it. But we don't know Connor's injury right now. Samuels is out yet for going to be for a while. I think even when Samuels comes back, I think Snell's going to play. But this is the interesting one. It's like if Connor misses the game after the bye, like if he was hurt, we're not going to know exactly what's going on. But if he were to just somehow miss that, it's Miami week eight. So it makes it like you almost have to pick up Benny Snell right now and just kind of hope. In, in a way that he becomes available week eight if you're going to need a running back then. I think you got to get him now if you just want to take that chance. And then it might not work yeah. out. Connor might be fine. Snell won't get a chance to play. But Well, the great thing about that, too, is maybe it won't work out. I mean, it might have not worked out if, if they were playing this week either. But I, because of that cold water dumped on it, the fact that they don't have a game, you might be able to get him for absolutely nothing, where I think everyone would have bid him up otherwise. So you might get him on the cheap, and maybe you miss out. Maybe he doesn't even get to play because everyone's healthy. But – yeah, definitely worth taking the shot on him as well. Yeah, especially, I mean, being Miami, if he's the if he's the back that game, it's gonna be oh. it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, it will be good. And, okay, so those are actually the ones I was the most excited about. There isn't a lot else. Um, Auden Tate, the receiver from the Bengals, I think deserves to be up here. He's had a couple decent games. It's nothing great. It's nothing at all spectacular. But if you need a wide receiver, I don't really know where you turn right now on the waiver wire here. If we'll clarify again, we're going 40% and under on our list here. We didn't say the top, but at 40% and under, I just don't know where you go if you're not going Auden Tate here. There's not a lot of options. So Auden Tate, let me pull up some numbers here. Last week, only you know, 5 for 91, so it wasn't like spectacular, but he had 12 targets. Week before, 3 for 26, 4 for 50, 6 for 88 the weeks before that. But the targets have been 10, 6, 6, and 12. He's getting targets, not in a great offense, but you know, um, if you need a wide receiver help, this is about the best you're going to get right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't have much more for you. That's no, true. It's like it's just. It's. I'll say some other names here. If you if you need help this week in this level, there I mean, there just isn't other players. There's maybe Dante Pettis. I, I I can. I'm interested in Pettis yet. I think. I think there's something there where if he starts to, we we liked him going into the season. I think he's gonna. Do something. I don't know why. And he's playing Washington this upcoming week. Could be good for him. He's he's interesting to me. I think I'd pick him up as well. I think he could be on a roster. I, I just I feel like something's coming there. Don't don't know why. I've really no real reason. Just a gut feeling there with Pettis. And then, other than that, what do you see? See anything exciting? No, I mean, there's really not. I mean, depending on what happens with you know Green Bay. I mean, you could take a shot in the dark with Lazar, but. I tell you the truth, it's, I mean, at 40%, it gets, you know, you get desperate real quick. And 
was saying, I'm looking for this in our own league, and our league pretty much ends up being around 40% under guys if if you're lucky. And I don't know where to go. I don't know where to turn this week. I mean, do you throw uh, take a chance on um, Anthony Miller? I'm kind of uh, he seemed to come back before the bye there with his four for 52 on seven targets. Maybe he's getting back. Maybe he's getting healthy. He was a he's a talented player. He could be an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, if I'm cheating, McCole Hardman's at 41.7. I still kind of believe in him. Well, um, and then like for not for this week, but Nikhil Harry could he come back week nine? It looks like. And um, he's starting to practice here, hopefully, this week. And that's an interesting one right there. If he comes back week nine, only a couple weeks away, Patriots could use him. Yeah. Uh, speak, I mean, speaking of that as well, I mean, Philip Dorsett, I don't I don't know if he can make it because I think they play on Thursday, don't they? I think it's a short turnaround, if I'm correct, against mm, – Am I wrong? They played they play they this past play Thursday. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they won't. So they, he has another t- – so I expect him to play against New York Giants, but you would hope. I don't think it was anything serious. Uh, if Nikhil Harry obviously doesn't come back, they've been banged up as well. Dorsett has been pretty – done pretty well when he's been in there, so I think he is actually a pretty good pickup. Um, I have no idea what's really going on with him at the moment. They've been kind of cagey. But I, I like – I kind of like him, honestly. He would probably – if I'm just looking for one week, he'd probably be the guy if he's going to be healthy. And um, after receivers, I guess running back, we did. T- I talked quick about Williams and um, Benny Snell, but again, not a lot there. Uh, Chase Edmonds has been pretty decent for the Cardinals, but obviously it's in a it's second fiddle to David Johnson, and you're just hoping he gets something. There's you know it's <laughs> nothing great. If David Johnson were ever to go down, Edmonds would be a good play. Johnson gets banged up a lot, so Edmonds, um, he had what? This past week in standard, he had himself 12.7, I believe, week before 14.6. So he's had a couple good games, but in playing the Giants this week, you think he'll probably still be involved, but it's really, really hard to rely on a guy who has to get a touchdown in limited volume to be a player in your lineup. Yeah, I'll tell you the truth, I mean, I'm... Running back is extremely tough this this year, I feel. Um, it, it's very, very shallow. So that's why, I mean, honestly, I won't even say hyping, but that's why we're talking so much about Jamal Williams um, and Benny Snell because we don't really know what they are yet, but they're still your best opportunity unless you're going to once again go for like an Alexander Madison and, and kind of start hoping for injuries, which is, you know, uh, <laughs> kind of a dark art. But, <laughs> you know, it starts coming into play nowadays. Yeah, there's I I, have, I don't have much else here. I mean, if you're really, really, really hurting, like and you're in a deeper league, even like this is you have to be really hurting for this. Is um, Mark Walton from the Dolphins is an interesting one, only because he actually got the start over Kenyon Drake this past week. He only had 11 touches, not like he did much with it. He had 7.5 in standard, but you know, hey, I have a feeling this is a team that they're going to want to see what they have in a guy like this. Problem is, it's still Miami. Even as much volume as he gets, does it translate to anything? Probably not. So, yeah. And if you're if you're looking to play him this week as well, he has a they have a terrible matchup because that's why I stayed away from. Even if you're looking for just a one week guy, um, you know, every once in a while you think about Devontae Parker. You know, you're just looking for a couple catches for 70 yards, but they're going at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo has been very solid. Uh, I don't like the matchup. And then uh, tight end. I guess I'm going to throw Chris Herndon here again, which now he should finally be making his debut this week. 
after the false start last week where he gets injured before he's supposed to come back. But Chris Herndon, even, he looks even better this week, though, with how the Jets' offense played now with Sam Darnold. He's even more of an interesting play to me. And he's only owned in 17.8% of leagues. That's it. So if you need a tight end, go get Chris Herndon. You know, it's a tough matchup, New England, this week. But he'll have some good ones coming up later on in the season. Like So he's New England and then Jacksonville. Then he has Miami, Giants, Redskins, Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami. That's a good stretch to end that year. There you go, Jeff. Can you pick up Herndon yeah. in our league? Oh, no, he's already taken. Yeah. Too bad. He's already taken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. He's already picked up. Uh, that, that's yeah, a great he, playoff schedule or run to the you know playoff it, schedule there. It really is. And and obviously, you, you like the way Darnold came out after his injury and played uh, this past week. So I'm um, hoping for big things for Herndon. Uh, maybe the, the Jets can really get that offense going, turning things around. I don't, is there anyone else that you're – I mean, Hunter Henry – it it shows how it shows how the tight end though is so shallow as well because he was hurt for how many weeks and he was still over forty percent. Yeah, if he's in, I mean, he's owned in fifty four percent of leagues as of today. But if he was out he there, he's yeah. he's the top of the list without a, without a doubt. Obviously, you could yeah. I mean, if, oh, absolutely. If he's still out there, you got to go and get him. Yeah, it's you just have to. You got to spend a lot. Other than I him, mean, though, no, there's just not anything I'm interested in really right now. I mean, I don't even know what that would be. There's just, there just isn't there's there's just not much there. Is there um Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean are you are you interested in you know in Seattle now that Will Disley, you know, went down, depending on what happens with him? No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe like so Darren Fells, um for Houston's had two good games in a row. I mean this week was six for 69. The week before, he had a better scoring game, but he only had two catches. He was two for 20 and two touchdowns. So if you really just need a, a body there, hey, maybe he'll get a touchdown for you. But that's it. Not not much there. What about quarterback? Kirk Cousins, I think, is an ad at this point. I I, I actually yeah. believe in him. Yeah, there, I was going to say, there's, um, there's a few good quarterbacks. If you're streaming especially uh, – yeah, Kirk Cousins would probably top my list. Playing against Detroit, but, you also but have, Detroit's not the not the worst in the world as much as no, no, they're not. But and I was I was hoping I was going to be able to uh, say Bridgewater, but I would actually stay away from him this week just because they're going against Chicago. Even though he's been he's been pretty decent when he's been in there. Um, Jacksonville gave him a little a, a tough time, but you can't really put him in there. But even uh, I mean, what do you think about Garoppolo? Uh, he hasn't actually done that well, but you're about to go against Washington. I mean, is he worth the ad then? Yeah, you know, I think he's a solid star. I think he'll be okay. I don't know necessarily think he's going to blow up and have a massive game, but I think if you just need some safety at quarterback this week, I think I think he can get to 20 in, you know, with six-point touchdowns. I think he can get there. And you, if you just want some safety, I think he's I think he's good enough for that. And I'd, I'd be perfectly fine with him. What about, I think Sam Darnold's going to be a good player the rest of the year, too. I think that could be a pickup as well. Sam, this uh, week, not so much, but after that, uh, it's that, yeah, it's that schedule. The next two weeks are going to be, yeah, yeah the next two it's, weeks are going to be it's rough. It's that week 9 through that, 14. That's the, say, yeah. like I read off Herndon, it's the same schedule. Right, exactly. Miami, Giants, Redskins, Raiders, Bengals, Miami. That is I a mean, good stretch right there. It really is. I mean, it's beautiful. Besides for, honestly, besides for week 15 at, at Baltimore. Uh, he has a cupcake schedule after you get past that. I mean, seven and eight are going to be rough. New England and at Jacksonville. I'm not obviously. I wouldn't even think about him for those two weeks. But after that, he he might be really, really. I mean, if you're really hurt, and then if you're in a, a especially like a, a two quarterback league, 
I, I know quarterbacks are hard to come by, but in those, but he would be a sneaky good pick. You'd have to get him yeah, now. You, obviously, you got to go pick him up right now if you want to make that you know move. But I, yeah, I like that. If you've been, I don't know if you've been hurting at uh, quarterback this season, I think that's a that's a good play for you. So I don't have anybody else though this week. No, I, I mean honestly. I'll throw a few bucks out there and to, to kind of test players out, but I'm still waiting for an injury or someone to break out where I can use all my draft cash. Cause uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's slim pickings right now. You're just filling in for buys pretty much. It's uh, nothing, um, nothing great this week, but all right. I think that will do it. We'll be back tomorrow with um, some start sit questions, start getting the rankings together for week seven. So if you have any questions on, if you're debating on players, you know, send us send us those questions either on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit, or you can email us fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com and we'll try to get to as many questions as we can on tomorrow's episode. But we'll talk to you guys then. 